0: for joining us on After Dark with Robin and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com, where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. While you're there, please check out the articles and podcasts updated daily. As you might have noticed, we're at a new time slot here in America Out Loud at the 10 p.m. time slot previously we were at the 9 p.m. time slot we're very excited big things are happening Uh, we wanted to keep a nighttime time slot to keep the theme of the show going after dark so we can bring you unfiltered news every night of the week so we're still happy to be here on america out loud we're excited about the new shows being added to the network and we're excited about the new year lots of exciting things happening one of the things that was not so exciting, particularly for the left, was President Trump's tax returns were leased. And what do you know? He paid every cent in taxes that he was supposed to pay. A lot of people are saying, oh, but uh, he didn't donate his salary. But in fact, he did because it is a law that he has to take this salary, but he would always donate it to other places. All you'd have to do is um, look at President Trump during his president, Google what did he do with his salary, and it'll tell you pretty much the exact places he donated money to that was the equivalent of his presidential salary. So you know when they're grabbing at straws like that they're just looking for some kind of there there and there was no there there just this years of talk about oh my god if we could get our hands on president trump's tax returns he would never be president it was all a lie Uh, it wouldn't have changed anything because these tax returns were nothing it's just a normal rich guy's tax returns he uses the laws on the book to save himself as much money as possible which is what any intelligent person would do. Rob, how are you doing, and what are your thoughts on President Trump's tax return fail? Well, first of all, I want to wish everyone a happy new year. This is our first show of
1: 2023, and we're excited about it. And as you mentioned, Andrew, we have moved back an hour. We're now 10 p.m. Eastern time, as opposed to 9 p.m. Eastern time. And as you said, we will be able to bring you more unfiltered, unvarnished, truthful news. Now, we were doing that at the 9 p.m. slot, but sometimes we had to, like, couch our words. We couldn't say everything that we wanted to say, but at 10 p.m., we're going to be speaking out loud a great deal, and you know me, I don't hold back at all. I call it the way I see it, balls and strikes, plain and simple. So we're going to do more of that. So please tune in at the 10 p.m. time slot, Eastern Time, and share, share, share. That's one thing I think that conservatives don't do enough of, is that we don't share our news. We keep it to ourselves, and people don't know about it. And as you see right now with the left, everything that they're disseminating is all fake news. It's indoctrination, and people are believing it. You mentioned Trump's Trump's tax returns. Now, how long have we been waiting for that? And how long has the media been saying, oh, he's not as rich as he claims to be? Or he's probably giving money to Putin, and it's going to show, it's going to show, it's going to show the money that he's given to Russia. We heard that nonstop, it was a steady diet from the time he was running to the time he was in office and afterwards. Now, mind you, throughout that entire time, someone had gotten his tax returns and had leaked it to the press, and there was no there there. Think about Rachel Maddow. I've got my little fingers on the tax returns. She had nothing. And who gave her the tax returns? Who released it? Why hasn't that person been arrested? Because it's against the law to go and get someone's tax returns and put it out there for public consumption. No one has said anything about it. The law has been broken the same way the laws at the border have been broken, but the media is telling you there's nothing to see here. The same way the FBI and the CIA broke the law broke went against the constitution to silence free speech no one has said anything about it the media has glanced right over it or they've danced right over it but the moment they released Trump's tax returns at the end of the year they couldn't get enough of talking about it now it was preempted of course by the the uh what was that the Idaho murders they arrested someone for that and then was preempted by the late Barbara Walters' death. They had to talk about that. And then they had to talk about Paul Benedict, who died also. Now, see, they were mad because they didn't want any of that to happen. And they were probably saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. Now we've got to talk about something else. But leave it to MSNBC and Chris Hayes. Oh, they had to stay on the Trump tax returns. Now, here's the thing I want you to ask yourself, because they told us That if we release it, or if it was released, we'll find out that Trump isn't as rich as he is. Again, the tax returns do not tell you a person's net worth. It will tell you if he gave money to Russia. Now, let's think about it. If he gave money to Russia, why would it be on a tax return? Well, his companies, again, why would it be on a tax return? But you had people, the elite liberals... Who've gone to all these top colleges and universities, have all these degrees, looking you straight in the face and telling you, oh, it's going to be on the tax return. Now, it's not on the tax return. It never was on the tax return. His net worth is not on the tax
0: return. Never would be on the tax return. But have right. they
1: come back to retract any of this, Andrew? Andrew?
0: No, they haven't. And I thought it was really funny. Forbes actually had to release an article explaining to people that Donald Trump is rich. Um, Apparently, there was a narrative out there that he is not rich based on his tax return. And Forbes basically had to break it down and say, look at this guy. Uh, The properties he owns are worth over a billion dollars. The golf courses he owns are worth over a billion dollars. They estimate his net worth is at Uh, I think like $3.3 billion with uh, another $1 billion in assets. So uh, this guy is clearly loaded, like we all knew. And the left has had this narrative for all these years that President Trump was not as rich as he said that he was. And even Forbes has had to come out and explain to these people that, yes, he is rich despite these tax returns. Uh, What are your thoughts on that, that they just cannot accept the fact that President Trump has a lot of money?
1: And they never will accept it. They want to say he's broke, he has no money, because, see, they were trying to take jabs at Trump. He doesn't have any money. Okay, well, if he doesn't have any any money, why are you guys constantly sounding the beat that he's not paying taxes? Well, he doesn't have any money, and he can't do this. Oh, he's not the richest man. Oh, and they would laugh about it on CNN and MSNBC, making a fool out of the viewers, and the viewers would jump on board with it. And like you said, now Forbes is coming out, although I, I have no confidence in Forbes saying, well, well, he is rich and this is the reason why. But see, what they wanted to do is that they wanted to try to keep people from doing business with Trump. All oh, his hotels are doing bad. No one is going to the hotels. Yet still people were booking in the hotels. Well, the people that are going, there are the Saudis. The same Saudis that Biden went to begging for oil and they turned him down. And then they exposed him by saying he's only doing this because of an election. The media said nothing about it. Now, listen what I'm saying the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia came out and said before the November election that Biden is only coming to him, trying to put pressure on him because he's trying to change the election. Why weren't you guys listening to this? No one said anything about it. That was huge. That was the first insight. Well, it really wasn't the first insight because we've had so many others, but of course the media tried to bury them, along with the FBI and the CIA, who were colluding. But when he came out and said, a foreign country said he's trying to impact the election, change the results of the election. Then lo and behold, Elon Musk buys Twitter, and then we get the Twitter files. And it's exposing everything. And I don't care who on the left or the right to say this is not the smoking gun. It is a smoking gun. Anytime you have the government interfering in a presidential election, any election, it is wrong. These people should already be in jail. And then we sit back and we look at Iran. We look at Venezuela. We look at Russia and we complain that their elections are compromised. Here in the United States of America, our elections are being compromised. And why wouldn't we talk about it? Why wouldn't the left want to talk about it? The left has already said that the United States is nothing but a pile of crap. Why wouldn't we talk about it? They've already said that the United States is horrible. It's a bad place. It's racist. Okay, if we have all these negative adjectives describing the United States, why can't we just look at the election also and just say, oh, look, we're also messing with the election? Our government official is messing with the election. But see, they won't do it. Listen to what I'm saying. Please. I'm trying to break this down. If the left is saying that the United States is so bad because we're racist, we're not a fair country, we stole the country, we have all these things against other people, why is it that it would be hard for them to say that even in the elections we're bad? You get my drift? Because they want to pick and choose what they tell you. They want to pick and choose the indoctrination. But if the country is so bad on all these other fronts, why would it be difficult to believe that even with an election we're bad? That our government agencies are interfering with an election so that one person would benefit over another. The whole Russia collusion, it was a complete scam. Now John Durham had all the evidence and he presented it to a corrupt judge and the judge did absolutely nothing. They stacked the cards against the government so that the government could not win. He gave the defense all this leeway, But people on the trial, the jurors, that hated Trump, that bought... They knew that the Russia collusion didn't exist, but they didn't care. So they let Michael Sussman walk. Michael Sussman, who's still doing bad things, Thanks to Mark Elias, who is the chief Democrat attorney, who goes in and fixes elections, challenges them in court, and the judges are afraid of him. So they count out and they back down. That's what's been happening. Our justice system is corrupt. Joe Biden has appointed, I think, almost 93 or 85 federal judges, all corrupt, all activists. A majority of them are black women. Not qualified. Not qualified at all. I will go on record in saying they're not qualified. The only qualification they have is if they're female and they're black. That isn't a qualification. Just like Ketanji Brown-Jackson. She's not qualified to be on the high court. She should be kicked off. Every every nomination that Joe Biden has given should all be rescinded because these people aren't qualified other than the fact that it's identity politics. Now, how did these federal judges get on the court? Well, we have no one to look at but Mitch McConnell who approved it. Like I said, you got Republicans that are working hand-in-hand hand with Democrats, and then they'll sit back and complain. But see, they don't care because they've got their money. Look at Mitch McConnell's wife, Elaine Chao, coming out saying, well, Trump is racist. Oh, yeah, really? But you took the job to work in this administration to make certain that your family had all these connections with China, and now you want to say he's a racist? Elaine, please, go somewhere with your Coco Chanel suits. I don't want to hear it. And then when Black Lives Matter was at your doorstep banging on your door, you wanted sympathy. I don't care. What happens to you happens to you. I'm not promoting violence, folks, by no means. But as my grandparents always say, you lie in the bed that you make. And if you've created a bed of deceit and distrust and corruption, baby doll, that's the bed you're going to be laying in. So Elaine and your Coco Chanel suits, when you bleach your dark brown black hair that you're probably dying. hey, you go and figure it out yourself. I don't have time for it. I have no sympathy for you. I'm tired of having sympathy for these people who don't want to support the country. They don't want to support the goodness of the country, the virtues of the country, and stand up for right. As long as their hands are being greased, they don't care. So Elaine, you and Mitch McConnell, to each his own. Good luck. Figure it out. When they come knocking at your door again, go figure it out. And this is a stance we have to take. And some would say, oh, well, yeah, let's play, do like the same thing the Democrats do. No, we're doing better because we're playing within the games, as Trump had done with his taxes. And he said it on stage. He didn't hide it, Andrew, when Hillary Clinton said, well, we're going to look at his taxes. When she said that during the debate of 2016, she knew already she had cooked up this whole scam with Russia collusion. She knew it. And see, Trump failed. Yes, I'm saying it. He failed when he went into office and he did not appoint a special prosecutor to look after her affair. He should have done that. But see, he was being kind and nice. And what did she do? She bid him. Like they said, a snake is always a snake. And Trump would read that poem about the snake. And I love that poem. Person goes out, finds a snake. The snake is frozen to death. Takes the snake, puts the snake inside of his coat. As soon as the snake gets warmed, he bites the person. And the person, the man, goes, "Oh, why did you bite me?" The snake says, "Well, you knew I was a snake. I'm always a snake." The same with Hillary. He should have went ahead and appointed a special prosecutor, and maybe Jeff Sessions would have done that since he put one over Trump. And you know, we're in the reason why all this is happening is because of Jeff Jeff Sessions, Andrew. We can't forget this. Because had Jeff Sessions stood his ground, and Jeff was a, a little fighter, but he gave in, just like so many other Republicans, they give in to the Democrats, thinking, we want to appease them. We want to work. No, you don't. You can't work with wrong. If they're doing the right thing, that's okay. But these are snakes. These are vipers. These are dangerous people. Look at our country right now. Look at a lot of our corporations. Changing the definition of what is really is. Why? Because we want to work with them. You can't work with these people. They are dangerous. You can't. It's impossible. So had Jeff Sessions been the attorney general that he should have been, we wouldn't be where we are today. And that was the inflection point. And we should go back, whenever we start looking at this, go back in time and put our finger on Jeff Sessions. I don't know where he is now. He's probably hiding. But a lot of this falls on him because he could have stood up and said, no, there is no collusion. What are we talking about? This is all a ruse. The collusion is on the left. And now that it has been exposed, Christopher Ray." The current director of the FBI, Merrick Garland over the Department of Justice, they're looking the other way. They're still busy trying to go after Trump. The Jan 6 committee, they come out with their chest all pumped out like, well, we're doing a service for the country. No, you're not. You're tearing up the country. And all their fake witnesses, Liz Cheney, I'm glad she's going to be gone for now. I wish she could be silenced indefinitely because I don't want to see her on any talk shows. Jamie Raskin, we probably won't have to worry about him because he'll be getting cancer treatment. Hopefully he'll he'll beat it. But I want these voices silenced. I don't want to see them. I don't want to hear them. Because what they've done for the past six months or so is just take America down this crazy rabbit hole of deception, fraud and lies. And what they should have been looking at, they did not. Because if they were truthful, Nancy Pelosi would be in jail. You see, she's busy trying to take care of her husband who had two run-ins with the law. One's because he was drinking and driving, and then one was a famous nudist, I think male prostitute. Who knows, Andrew? Go figure. But we'll continue this on the other side of the break
0: yeah you're tuned into after dark with rob and andrew which is available monday through friday at the new time slot of 10 p.m eastern 9 p.m central or 7 p.m if you're on the west coast be sure to tune in each and every night monday through friday rob and i are here we'll be back with more after dark with rob and andrew on america out loud's iheart radio channel after this quick break
2: Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. The spirit of American liberty and justice is woven into the soul of America out loud. We are the voice of a nation, the American nation that is. This is Malcolm Out Loud. I invite you back to AmericaOutLoud.com, where the fight for liberty and justice continues. America Out Loud Talk Radio. While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true viruses exist and people get sick. Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. Co-fix RX, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about, provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. Click the banner ad on AmericaOutLoud.com and use promo code OutLoud for 20% off. Stay protected with CoFix RX. We're back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America
0: Out Loud. Continuing on the discussion, you know, you get uh, busy over the weekend sometimes and you miss some of the news stories. Well, I missed out on uh, the Barbara Walters passing. Um, It's a big story, I know, but I just happened to be busy. I kind of missed it. So when we were going over the notes before the show. Rob mentioned it and uh, it was news to me. So uh, definitely uh, thoughts are with uh, Barbara Walters family. She's got a mixed bag of a reputation, I'd say. Um, In her younger years, she did a lot of investigative journalism. She was a good journalist at one time. I believe she lost that. I mean, you go and look at that clip of when Corey Feldman went on her show and was trying to expose the pedophiles in Hollywood, and she completely dismissed him. And then later we found out that she was in Epstein's Black Book. So maybe that's not such a big surprise. But nonetheless, Barbara Walters has passed away. Uh, She's definitely a staple of my entire life. She's been on the news. I mean, uh, it'll definitely be different to not see her on anymore. You just get so used to seeing her face over the years of her questions whether you loved them or hated them she could be uh, quite the instigator uh rob what were your thoughts on the unfortunate passing of barbara walters
1: well you know andrew i think that uh with most journalists that we have out here barbara walter was one of those that um people like you said she had a mixed bag Uh, if you guys heard that noise in the background my alarm went off for some strange reason (laughs) i was trying to turn it (laughs) off but uh she I'll just say this. In her earlier years, I think she was on fire. I think she had every good intention. But then she gave us that ridiculous cackling show, The View. When it first started out, I guess it was okay because there was these women giving their views on the news and the current events. Then it morphed into, I think, a pissing party between the different hosts. And I think some of the women recognized that the show was was toxic and how they would attack each other because they're not all friends on that show. They're not all friends. They, they seem to be friends. And I think Meredith Vera Vera she left. She claimed that she had to spend more time with her husband, but when she left the show, it looked like her scheduling increased. She got a talk show. She got her own talk show. Then she got a game show. I'm like, well, I think you want to spend time with your family. No, what it was is that she wanted to get away from Barbara and those cackling women. And now, fast forward, you look at the show, and it is a show of craziness. You got Joy Behar, who's just as loony as the day is long. She knows nothing about politics, but yet and still she's always pontificating. Whoopi Goldberg, we don't know if she's a Holocaust denier or she's just saying things because she's senile. Then you have that Sonny Hostin, who's supposed to be, at one point, a federal uh, attorney. Now, before she got on The View, I must say, her analysis of the news and different uh, court events was was spot on. The moment she got on The View, she lost all senses. And she went to Notre Dame University. I mean, she completely lost it, Andrew.
0: Yeah, I'd have to say she's overtaken Don Lemon as the dumbest person on television. I mean, she is just stupid. You listen to her talk and she is clueless. Well, let's put it this way. He's the dumbest man on TV,
1: and that would make her the dumbest woman because some of the things that she comes up with, I'm like, are you serious? This is not in any realm of logic. She just pontificates and just says it. And they're always saying, oh, we want Whoopi off the show. They should demand that she gets off the show. If I was an attorney, I would say, you don't don't represent the, the profession at all. This is crazy. But yet here we are. So, yeah, Barbara is gone. She was 95 years old, I think. God rest her soul. Uh, she will have to stand before God and you know tell him why she did some of the things she did, some of the lies she made, some of the people's lives that she destroyed going in. I think she, uh, Britney Spears accused her of destroying her life when she was asking her about the uh, that guardianship that her dad had. What's his name? ricky martin said that she destroyed him she kept asking if he was gay or not and we but he said he was and now we know that he is it's just a bunch of craziness and this is this is just how liberals work god rest her soul wherever she is right now uh uh now let's get back to this the the stories something that i want to talk <laughs> about <laughs> i just want to move on andrew uh and of course we might it's, pick back up on it it's
0: kind of like the end of an era any of these old talking heads left i mean i always liked larry king when i was a kid uh I don't know if he's still alive or not. Do you? No, Andrew, he's dead. Okay, Larry King is (laughs) gone. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
1: You have been missing a lot. I I have been. I think he died, uh, I think, during the beginning of uh, COVID. Where we're talking, I'm going to try to Google him him real quick. But, yeah, he is dead. I know that for a fact. But, yeah, I liked him because he would just sit and he would just talk, let people say what they want to say and now we have these people that are on tv that are pontificating all kinds of let's see he yeah he died in 2021 i think he right. had COVID. well, he had, had a lot of other health issues but yeah he died
0: yeah 2021 it just, just seems like um different day back when they came around and it's slowly evolving and not evolving for the better the news media i mean uh, people like Larry King, even though he was on CNN, he would go after uh, Democrats and ask them real questions. I loved Larry King's interview style where he wasn't really like the smartest guy, but he would just kind of listen to people, take it in, and then um, ask questions of things that he was curious about. I was a big Larry King fan. I, I like that also the way he his his style was just to
1: bring them in and let them talk, and then he would follow up. He wouldn't challenge them. He was just, you know, let them talk, but now it has turned to a some type of Let's attack all conservatives, and let's attack a, let's attack a Democrat if, not, if they're not saying the right thing. Now, you look at what they're doing to this guy Santos, this Republican congressman here in New York. We spoke about him before. Horrible. My uh, Yeah, it, it, here's my position. Okay, what he did, he lied, did a bad thing. Okay, and they're now saying, well, we need to get rid of him. and You have uh, Republicans jumping on the bandwagon, and he gave an interview on one of the uh, – Right wing stations, I think it was with Tulsi Gabbard, and she really clobbered him. I mean, she she was, I I gotta say, man, I mean, she pulled a Kamala Harris out on him. Remember when she took Kamala Harris down?
0: Yeah. Shame on Tulsi Tulsi Gabbard. She was going back to her Democrat roots uh, when she brought on George Santos. I thought it was completely disrespectful. I would not ask a guest on, and then the first thing you ask them is, do you have no shame? As I told Rob over text message, if I were Santos, I would have walked out of that interview right then and there, because it was clear it was not an interview. It was a hit job. If him, I'm, if I'm a him, I'm just trying to hang low, survive. Rob thinks he needs to meet it head on. Uh, I Personally, if I were him, I would try and... Stay in the background as much as possible. Not be volunteering any media obligations and just try and weather this storm, because that's all he has to do to be able to hang on. Well, you're right. I feel he needs to he needs
1: to uh, just face his head on, and we've also reached out to him to come on our show. I think that what Tulsi G- G- Gabbard did, I have no qualms with it. I think she did what she should have done as when well, she's not even a journalist. And I think that, but she did as the a, right thing.
0: As a TV host, though, that is not the way that you approach a guest. That is rude and disrespectful to bring someone on the show. And then the first thing you do is try and humiliate them with your first question. Like, I don't know why he put himself through that. He did not need to.
1: Well, I, I hear Shame what you're saying. It. I hear what you're saying. But in actuality, real journalists that's what real journalists are supposed to do you, you're not supposed to try to sugarcoat it you're supposed to come right out i mean you make them feel comfortable because you want them to talk. But in this day and age, you only have like a millisecond to ask these
0: questions. Well, when you approach someone like that, you're not going to get any real answers because you just put them on the defensive. I mean, that was not the way to get a good interview with George Santos is to insult him off the front. I don't care what they say in journalism school. (laughs) Insulting a guest as soon as he comes on the show is not good reporting. Well,
1: Andrew, I got to say this. Like you said, you don't care what they say at journalism school. And I think that is a position of a lot of these fake journalists because they have completely changed the profession. I got my degree in journalism. And when I look at it now, I'm like, oh, my God, this is horrible.
0: Look at the folks at CNN and MSNBC. Right. They have no problem insulting a Republican oh, when they come on the show. Not. But if, if it's a Democrat, uh, never. You know, that's, that's my only thing is George Santos is being treated like we don't see anyone else being treated, even from his own side of the aisle. If he was a Democrat, you would see the Democrats behind him 100 percent because that's what they do. Uh, these Republicans are going to act holier than thou and act like they need to uh, tear him down and make him resign. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Well, case in point, look at Blumenthal,
1: the guy who lied and said that he was in the army. Right. And he still got elected. Richard Blumenthal, the senator, lied. They called him Skeletor.
0: Lied, yeah. consistent, lied about everything. Elizabeth Warren lied Elizabeth about being Warren. Native American to get into college. To nope. get into
1: college and to get jobs. No repercussions. Jobs. Right, to get jobs and preferential treatment. Okay, but aside from all those, Andrew… Joe Biden lied about the, not ignoring what his son's business dealings were. He lied. He has lied. He said that he grew up in a black church. He lied and said that he was part Hispanic. He lied and said that his, granddad, that his son, uh, what was it, the, the first son, Bo, was killed in Iraq. And the lies continue. But what would the Democrats say? Oh, he just misspoke. Oh, there's just a gap. Oh, you know old Uncle Joe. Well, if Uncle Joe is that bad, it's time to sit Uncle Joe down. And see, that's one of the reasons why I don't care about the Santos deal. I mean, he was raked over the coals. If I were him, I would stay put. Now they're trying to say, whoa, we're looking at the campaign finances, and maybe he messed up there. And if he did, he broke the law. Okay, Joe Biden broke the law, working with China. Now, we've been focusing on Hunter Biden. He's insignificant. We all know that he broke the law. He's a white privileged man, plain and simple, Okay. He did not say that he was working for a foreign country, which he should have. Anyone on the left, I mean, on the right, they said, oh, well, they didn't look at Manafort. Well, he didn't fill out the form to say he was working for a foreign country, a foreign government. Like, okay, neither did Hunter Biden. Are you guys going after him? No. But see, I don't care about it now. I'm looking at Joe Biden. Joe Biden knew about the business dealings. So if you're going to go after this little small Republican Santos Let's go after the big fish. Let's just bring the whole House of Cards down. And I have said this before. I want it all to collapse. If I were in Congress, I would probably be the male version of Marjorie Taylor Greene because I would be demanding that Joe Biden be impeached. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. No, I would demand that his entire administration be impeached and removed. And see, you would be able to do it if you had Mitch McConnell putting in federal judges who had the same insight, just like Joe Biden. Now think about it. Even if they were to go after Joe Biden at this point or Hunter Biden and take it to the courts, who do you think is going to listen to it? Judges that Biden put into office. Did you think any of those judges are going to stand up with their jurisprudence and obey the law? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Look at Trump, the judges that Trump put into office. I mean, only one, the one in Florida, stood up and said, no, this is the law. We need to appoint a special master to look over all this information that went to Mar-a-Lago. And then you had some other judge, I think it was a Trump judge, go and said, oh, well, that's wrong. She can't do that. You see where I'm getting? You have the Democrat judges that are going in. Oh, they'll play the game. They'll play ball with the Democrats. They'll do everything, which is what happened with the Michael Sussman case with John Durham. The judge who heard that was appointed by Barack Obama. So that same ideology, he knew what he was doing was wrong. But who's going to stop him? Who's going to hold him accountable? He's a federal judge. He can do whatever he wants to do. People can question it, but the media won't question it. They will give him cover. So no matter what we find out that what Joe Biden has done, these federal judges will just knock it down. So the only way, the only way they'll be held accountable and can be held accountable is if the Republicans who have control of the House were to stand up and say, we're going to impeach him. We're going to censor him and make it difficult for him. Forget about Mitch McConnell, because Mitch McConnell will play ball with the Democrats. Mitch McConnell will come out and say, well, the American people aren't ready for this. Well, they're not ready for you, but yet and still you're there. You and your wife, Elaine Chao, who's been working with China. Let's just expose this for what it is. So now that we have established the fact that even if these so-called judges, if a case was brought before them, they'll just bury it. They'll just say, oh, just case dismissed. And here's something else to think about that we're now learning about all this is that the, the FBI that was running interference with Twitter and James Baker is stationed in Baltimore. No, no, let me create the story for you. In Baltimore. So they're running interference with James Baker, telling him, oh, we don't want this. We want this off Twitter. We want this off Twitter. Now, did you also know that the same FBI that's housed in Baltimore is working with the attorney general in Delaware over the Hunter Biden story, six degrees of separation. So do you actually think that charges will be brought against Hunter Biden? And not only that, Hunter Biden has gone out and hired a big time Democrat donor attorney to work with him on this case. Now, why is it an FBI housed in Baltimore? working with James Baker with Twitter, is also working with the Attorney General in Delaware on the Hunter Biden story. Does that not seem kind of strange to someone? That story won't won't be just completely fleshed out or explained so that people can understand it. I'm telling you now because I found out about it. Do your homework. Why is the FBI in Baltimore working with Twitter and at the same time, working with the attorney general and Delaware, who's investigating Hunter Biden. There's, it's a no-win situation. So the only way justice can be served, unfortunately, is through Congress. And you got a lot of those knuckleheads that are there that won't do anything. They'll sit back and allow what's happening to take place. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Our justice system is corrupt. Our judges are corrupt. It's time to expose it all. We need a few good men and women who will stand up and just say, no, this has got to stop. But they're afraid to do it. And if they're not afraid to do it, they're okay with it because they're going to benefit from it, from these illegal gains. And it's all about stopping Trump. I mean, I would be okay with Trump not running, but everything that's happening, I'm like, no, he should run to clear his name and to show these guys you can't keep holding a good man down. What you meant for wrong is not going to happen. We'll continue this on the other side of the break.
0: Yeah, very well said. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy… Check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You go to HealthyCell.com, check out the great products, and save 25% off with the promo code OUTLOUD. I'll say that again, you can go to HealthyCell.com, check out the great products, read the reviews, find what looks good for you, and save 25% off your first order with the promo code OutLoud. That's a really great deal over at Healthy Sell. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew here on America Out Loud.
2: For 40 years, alarmists have been warning of a climate catastrophe. Yet none of their dire predictions have come true. Temperatures have not soared, sea level rise has not been unusual, and extreme weather events have not increased in either frequency or intensity. In short, there is no climate emergency. For 15 years, the International Climate Science Coalition has led the call for climate realism and a made-in-America climate plan. A plan based on real science that responds to the real-world needs of Americans, supports economic growth, and strengthens our essential infrastructure. A plan that protects the environment and ensures that Americans can enjoy the blessings of clean air, clean land, and clean water for generations to come. It's time to put ideology and pseudoscience aside. It's time for a sensible climate plan. For more information or to donate, visit our website ICSC-climate.com. We're back
0: here on After Dark with Robin and Andrew, and it is after dark, and we're not making fools of ourselves like we saw this past weekend on fake news CNN with this Anderson Cooper and his gay friend Andy Cohen. Uh, these guys go on every single year; they get absolutely trashed on the air and make fools of themselves. I remember a couple of years ago, Anderson Cooper thought it was so cool because he was naming all these celebrity men that his mother slept with. This is the kind of entertainment that they're watching over there on Fake News CNN, if you could call that entertainment. Uh, Rob, what are your thoughts on uh, these holiday parties we see the networks doing where they constantly send these so-called journalists out who are doing shots, partying, having a good time, acting like... Uh, This is just totally professional behavior when we know it's not. But, uh, hey, it's New Year's Eve, so they let loose. Uh, Do you have a problem with uh, New Year's Eve on CNN or some of these other networks where they're allowing their anchors to drink on the job?
1: Well, a couple of things. I don't have a problem with it because I don't watch it. Now, we know that this New Year, uh, (laughs) they decided to take it out. The new owner – not the new owner, but the new manager at CNN said that no more drinking – so we didn't see that on CNN on their New Year's Eve party. So John Lemon wasn't able to get sloppy drunk and you know go go around kissing people, claim that he's going to strip. Anderson Cooper we didn't he wasn't able oh to do his little gosh. giggly his little giggly girl laugh with Andy Cohen. I don't like Anderson Cooper. I don't like Andy Cohen.
0: It's so creepy. Like... Sorry to cut you off, but it's so creepy how Anderson Cooper is so obsessed with his mom and who she slept with. I mean, he talks about it all the time. Maybe he wishes he could have slept with these men. I don't know, but it's just weird.
1: Well, it's weird and it's creepy because he has nothing else to talk about. So that gets the attention. His mom, Gloria Vanderbilt, who was a fashion icon member of the Vanderbilt family, a famous family here in New York City. They built a Grand Central Station and a lot of other buildings that are here. So whenever you hear the name Vanderbilt, that's Anderson Cooper's uh, ancestors. Vanderbilt University, they, I mean, they did good, some good deeds and whatnot. But Anderson Cooper, who at one point was an okay journalist, has just fallen down, sunk into the levels of stink and stench. He has an agenda. It is a gay agenda. He and Andy Cohen. I don't like them. I don't think they should be on TV. I think they're a bad representation for the profession of journalism. I think Andy Cohen is a bad representation for any producer. Now, that being said, the new manager at CNN had said that he was going to come in and clean up House. Well, he's taking a long time to clean up House. I mean, you look at Elon Musk, went in, bought Twitter, and started exposing all the lies. Now, this guy, I think, is something lit He's been over the top of CNN for quite some time and has done absolutely nothing. He's moved Don Lemon around. He's got rid of some of the other folks like Chris Cuomo. But still, it's a cesspool of lies and degradation. So I don't watch CNN. And when I want a good laugh, I might tune over. But they're still running the same kind of games that they've been running. So don't be deceived when they're telling you that, well, we're changing. No, they're not. They're just changing one idiot for another idiot. Yeah, I remember remember
0: we were talking about that before, and uh, I guess it's kind of related to me not realizing Larry King had passed away. I said, man, Ted Turner must be rolling over in his grave. And you said, Ted Turner's not dead. It's like, oh, man, it's so hard to keep up with these uh, media mobiles (laughs) that that are elderly, like uh, Ted Turner. I mean, how old is this guy now? But uh, yeah, CNN, it's a complete disaster. And I liked what you said, comparing it to Elon Musk and how he turned Twitter around seemingly right away. This guy at CNN definitely needed to take some notes watching Elon.
1: Right, and he's turned it around. Now you'll have some on the right, left to say that he hasn't. That, oh, and again, look at what they're saying about uh, uh, Twitter. Oh, it's hemorrhaging. Oh, everyone's getting off uh, Twitter. Oh, they're going to new sites. Oh, he's not making money. Oh, Tesla's going down. Elon Musk, the man that they love because of the electric car, now that he has bought Twitter and exposing all the truths, they now want to destroy him. Not only him, but they want to destroy his wealth, the same thing they did to Donald Trump. They want to just obliterate him. They don't want him to make any money because he bought Twitter and he's changing it up. He's exposing the truth. Now, you would think, as I said during the first block of the show, that this is a major news story. And I think we ended, when we were doing our year in review, saying that the major top story is that the CIA and the FBI colluded and successfully colluded to change the outcome of an election. And look at who we have sitting in the White House. Joe Biden, who, by the way, was on an early summer vacation in the tropics while Americans were dying in Buffalo because they were freezing to death because of the high oil prices. We had a major snowstorm. Look at the people who were traveling. Southwest. They let the travelers down because of their old antiquated system, and people can get from point A to point B and then on to point C. Now, people will say, well, we can't blame uh, Biden for this. Yes, we can. Why can't we? We blame Trump for everything. We blame Trump if someone stepped on a a rat, I mean a a mouse or a roach. (laughs) I meant a roach, not a mouse. But we blame Trump for that. So why can't we blame the Biden administration? Buttigieg is supposed to be over transportation. He's a small-time mayor who has has no accomplishments other than the fact that he's gay. He's supposedly married to a man and went out and adopted two kids. He's done nothing else.
0: Yeah, he's a major failure at his position. A complete failure. is a perfect example of what happens when you put people who are not qualified – For their job into their job. We saw the same thing with Sam Brinkman. He wasn't qualified for his job. Same with Pete Booted Edge Edge. And it's been a disaster ever since he took over. This Southwest Airlines fiasco has been a disaster for so many Americans. And it's sad to see Pete Bootedge Edge -edge in charge of this when you know he's not going to do anything about it. The guy doesn't know what to do, he's in over his head. And uh, the Biden administration continues to hire people who are completely unqualified for their job. Just look at the press secretary. It's another example. Completely unqualified for their job.
1: They don't know what they're doing, but yet and still they want us to think they know what they're doing, but they don't. And this and and it, it drives me crazy when I see these kind of people in power. And no one says anything about it. We pretend as if though it's okay. Now, folks, if you hear me moving around here, my system is trying is going wonky on me, and I'm trying to fix it before everything goes up. But I'm still with you. This is what happens <laughs> with modern technology. So just bear with yeah. me because I want yeah. to make certain you guys can hear everything. But uh, as you were saying, Andrew. About this whole thing with Poot and uh, Poot Booty Edge, and I mentioned it, is that the guy is completely incompetent. He should not have this position. He should not be there. He is a
0: failure. You think the only reason he got this position is because he's a gay man? I mean, that's what it certainly looks like. It's just Joe Biden trying to appeal to everyone again.
1: Absolutely. That's the only reason why he has a position is because he's a gay man. That's the only reason. That's the only reason why Ketanji Brown-Jackson was made the nominated for a Supreme Court justice because she was a black woman. Now, although if you ask her, she can't define a woman, but yet and still, she, they say, oh, she's a black woman. Well, I don't know. <laughs> if she doesn't know who she is, why should we know who she is? But see, this is what happens, and that is the reason why in 2023, Republicans must stand up and fight back. Republicans must have their voices heard. Republicans must say, "Hey, this is the way it is." Right. We're we're going to we're going to storm through power troopers storm through our agenda no matter what.
0: Yeah, because, I think Oops, sorry right. to cut cut you off, but I think uh, Pete boot edge edge made a big mistake taking this job as transportation secretary because I remember In the early stages of the Democrat primaries, uh, Pete Buttigieg was an unknown, and you just listen to him talk, and you're like, wow, this guy's well-spoken. He actually can put sentences together. He seems well-educated, and he had potential, it seemed like, at first. Not now, because he's completely ruined it by being out of his league with this job. His reputation has went into the toilets. We've seen that he was not a good mayor in South Bend, Indiana. That place is a dump outside of Notre Dame University, as I've mentioned before. And uh, yeah, I think he's hurting his career long term. By taking this job, because he could have probably stayed on the sidelines, maybe campaigned again and gotten some momentum as a presidential candidate. But I see that ship has sailed now that he's shown how inept he is at this current position that he has.
1: But the thing about it, Andrew, is that although as inept as he is, the media... We'll still sing his praises because they're into this kind of stuff. Because he's a gay man, they're into it. Now, he's a gay white man. and You would think they would say, well, hold on, because he's not a transgender, bisexual, but non-binary. But see, no matter what failures he has, as I was saying before my computer started getting all wonky on me, is that all of this should be, should be placed at his feet, that he messed up because he waited too long to respond to the airline crisis of Southwest. He waited too long. But now the media is saying, oh, well, you can't blame him because, you know, he had nothing to do with it, and you're just trying to pick on him. Well, okay, you can say you're trying to pick on him, but he's at the top. He should be held responsible, just like anyone in Trump's administration. Why can't we hold Biden's administration responsible? Mallorca and the border crisis, why
0: can't we hold him responsible? You're absolutely right, Rob. And, you know, here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew, we le- we're definitely Republicans. We don't make any bones about it. We – vote Republican time and time again but at the same time I do like to see uh what's best for our country so it takes me back to the Democrat primary you had these jokers like Pete Boot Edge Edge who'd never done anything you had people like uh Joe Biden who pulled at one percent his entire career Kamala Harris complete failure and then you had a uh, Mike Bloomberg who from me uh from the outside looking in I thought this guy was a great candidate I mean I mean, I would have preferred that he stayed a Republican, but he had a lot of good ideas. He had successfully run New York City. I thought he was by far the best Democrat candidate. And what they did was they teamed up to take him out as soon as he joined the race, which was a real shame to see, because uh, I think Mike Bloomberg would actually be a decent president if he were president right now instead of Joe Biden. Um, I'm still disappointed about that, the way that they took him out, because I'd like to see what's best for America. And I think Bloomberg would have been much better for America than what Joe Biden currently is.
1: I think Trump would have been better for America. I hear what you're saying about Bloomberg. Undoubtedly, Bloomberg, <laughs> Bloomberg was good for New York, but uh, because Bloomberg has a lot of money uh, – Sometimes these individuals, they start thinking as if though it's all about them, what they're doing, and they want to instill their beliefs on you. Like Bloomberg, when he was a mayor of New York, he was good for the first term, you know, keeping New York clean. Now New York is a shithole. Let's just be honest, which is what a lot of people wanted. They want to take New York back to the days of the 70s and the 60s when it was horrible and people were being killed. So no matter what Eric Adams says or Kathy Hochul, the governor, that, oh, New York is fine, it's not. Stop lying. okay? Eric Adams, the black mayor, is only there because he's black and because you have a lot of dumb liberals that fail. Oh, we've done so bad for the blacks. Let's just give them a chance. They did the same thing with Mayor David Dinkins. When they give black people positions, it's out of sympathy as opposed to they deserve that position because they're good. And the only time you're going to get that is when a black Republican or conservative is running. Right. But all these black liberals that are getting these positions, no, they're incompetent. Look around you. Look at the different mayors. Look at the mayor of San uh London Bree of uh I think she's of San Francisco. Look at the mayor of Los Angeles. She's black. Yeah. All these black mayors of New Orleans, they're black and they're incompetent. And I hate to say it, but identity politics ruled the day, and that's how they got there, Andrew.
0: Yeah, you perfectly illustrated my point about Mike Bloomberg. Is That's what we're seeing from the left. Instead of picking who many would think was the best candidate, they're picking whoever... Is the most woke candidate who's going to push this gay agenda, who's going to push uh, this black agenda. That's what they're most interested in. They're not interested in who's going to be a good president uh, for the American people. They're interested in who's going to be the most woke. And I think that's why we're stuck with Joe Biden, because he would come out and say uh, anything to get elected. And that's exactly what he did.
1: He says anything and he will do anything. He will lie. He will cheat. He will steal. He stole the election. Then you get Joe Biden, who's right there with them. Now, I want to go back to one thing that you mentioned before we uh, shut – close the first show of the year, New Year, 2023. You mentioned this character, Sam uh, Blinkman, and Sam Britton, that we did a show about them. And I want to keep talking about this until justice is served, some type of symbolism of justice. But going back to this character, uh, Britton, Britton, who is a man non-binary in the Biden administration, it took them forever to fire this guy, to relieve him of his duties, because they were hoping that no one was following the story about him stealing female luggages from airports. Why the media has not done a complete expose on this? Well, I know why. They want to cover it up. They don't want you to think or know that these people who say that they are multiple genders, they have mental issues. They all have mental issues. Let's not joke about it. Let's just be real. Anytime you think that you're a woman, a man on a woman's body, or a woman who feels that she's a man, you have a mental issue. That has always been the norm. It has always been the case. It has always been science. But now we got these woke doctors that are trying to change the script. And when you look at their background, you will find out that they too suffer from the same gender dysphoria. But anyone who's walking around Saying that, oh, I'm actually this type of gender. No, they are they're wrong. They have a mental issue, plain and simple. Does not take a rocket scientist to figure that out. Now, the next Sam. Sam Blankman Free. The guy should be in jail. He's not in jail. Why? Well, because his family, they're well connected within the Democrat Party. So FTX went. Belly up, he was one of the largest donors, the second largest donors of the Democrat Party, and yes, he did give to Mitt Romney, Lisa Murkowski, and Mitch McConnell. We know that, and they're Republicans. Okay, let's just get that out there. But that does not escape the fact that this man, who's 30 years old, should be in jail and not out on a $250 million bond thanks to his mom, who has all these connections with the Democrat Party, Andrew.
0: Yeah, they're Republicans, even though uh, we don't necessarily like to claim them, like uh, Mitt Romney, Lisa Murkowski, and uh, Liz Cheney. Uh, But yeah, we're all out of time tonight. Thank you so much for joining us on our first show of the year, another year here on America Out Loud. We started off here in 2021. We're still rolling strong. Thanks to all of your support. We thank you for joining us on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review or a thumbs up, whatever you can do. We appreciate it. It helps the algorithm and it helps put America Out Loud to the top of the feed to be seen by more and more eyes. Or you could go to americaoutloud.com and check out our full archive of shows, as well as thousands of podcasts and articles. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.